You're listening to High Radio with Miss Amber. Hi. You're on the show, and she is the founder and CEO of Core Hospitality. What that all is about, what that entails, uh, we are yet to find out. But first, I want to give a warm welcome to Anita Oltenhoff. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me on your show. Oh, you're most welcome. (laughs) Thanks so much for coming. I get to ask this to everybody. How was your Sunday? What did you do? My Sunday was very relaxed. I guess, as you said, we, you know, I'm, I'm here for the Christmas holiday. Is it? So what I did was spend time with family, friends, just chill, eat a lot, hoping to eat some more, <laughs> more weeks that I'm here. But yeah, it has been a good Sunday. It has been good. I always, I always wonder, like, you know, when you live abroad, <laughs> what are the foods that you, that you like really buy when you when you're in holland is there like something that you're like okay that's something i need to get it's very funny yes there, <laughs> to be honest there are a lot really? it's all about the food like yeah. so what i did today was i had pofferchus oh yeah yeah that's yeah indeed one. like it's a must it's something that we don't have in ghana i think there's one spot now where you yeah. can buy it yeah but i've never tried it there so it's pofferchus with strawberries like my must thing and then i was so blessed enough that my friend made some olibola i know it's too early but really? I already had my only No, it's today. not early. You can you find know? it in every station already. She made them for us today. So, yeah. Really? And w- with or without the raisins? Oh, without. Without, yeah. Without the raisins. Totally agree. Yes. And then, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's all about food, as I said. <laughs> and as I was leaving, she was making some bami. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Of course, I've been to the McDonald's already. We don't have one yet in Ghana. We're waiting. So, McDonald's. Come through. listening come true <laughs> we need you there but yeah it's, it has been great so far those were a couple of things that you should get yeah mm-hmm. i can imagine absolutely absolutely well good to have you on the show um i know that uh one of the foremost reason on what is keeping you busy is um well should i say your business <laughs> your business which revolves around hospitality service i know hotel i know from you for instance because uh, i'm your little cousin <laughs> yeah indeed she is <laughs> i know um uh, you went to ghana you took on uh, a bigger better job you know in hotel business and everything uh, i know it uh, but can you share with the listeners a little bit about who you are and how your journey started from here in the netherlands uh, on to ghana Okay, so um, indeed, I lived here my entire life. Um, I left Ghana. I left for Ghana six years ago, and I've always been passionate about the hospitality industry. I think when you decide to move back to Ghana, you should know why. At least the industry that you're going into. And for me, it was always hospitality. The only difference was that when I decided to move back, the whole idea was to work for one of the big chain hotels. Because yeah. back then they were talking about um, the Marriott. It just opened, but they started. Oh, it did. Yeah, but they started talking about it six years ago. Okay. So you can imagine when I was moving back in 2012. Yeah. That's when they were talking about it. Marriott had signed on. It's coming to Ghana. The Holiday Inn just opened. The Moven Pick opened, and it was like, you know what, Anita, with your background, you're going there. You're going to work for one of the big chain hotels, and that's it. Yeah. But of course, that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> so I fell in love with a small boutique hotel called Villa Monticello. Yeah. And interestingly, when I was going, I wasn't even familiar with the whole boutique hotel feel. You know, like exceptional service, um, attention to detail. You know, in the bigger hotels, 200 rooms. Most guests, you're just a number. Nobody really remembered that Tina likes, you know, still or sparkling water 
or you know that Tina doesn't eat raisins so when Tina comes please don't offer her anything with raisins yeah but at the smaller hotels it's all about service personalized service paying attention to detail I see so that's how it all started Oh, okay, so what happened within that? Because um, your focus was to work for a big chain hotel. Yes. Why did you go to a smaller hotel? Was it more your network that brought you there? How how did that go? A friend of mine told me about the hotel, and uh, he was like, "I need to go and have a look at it. It's it's a beautiful place, and don't forget that." You are used to the bigger hotels. Try something different. Go and have a look. Mm-hmm. I went there and um, I fell in love with the place, and I think that happens with anyone that walks into that hotel. You just fall in love. It's with that the, good. It's that oh, good. Now I need to see it. <laughs> no, but you haven't been there. I haven't. The next time you're in Ghana, give me a call. At least you know the name now. It's an airport yeah. residential, and you can imagine. Even though I'm not working there anymore. I still talk about it and, you know, my eyes still twinkle when I talk about the place because it's that good. That must be really serious. No, it is. It's really the best out there. And luckily, when the owners saw me, they also had that feeling that, oh, yeah, we want her. To yeah. Be part of it. And that's how it all happened. So that- that's that's where I started my career in Ghana. Oh, I see. So that was 2012. That was 2012. Mm. I started at um, as a front desk executive. So I really grew in the industry. And that's also something when it comes to the hospitality industry. Um, I think in other industries, you can come in and maybe immediately just be a manager or a supervisor. Yeah. But when it comes to the hospitality, you need to work your way through it. You mm. need to understand all the different sides of it. Yeah. So you need to know how to clean a room. You need to learn how to bust a table, how to take orders. And um, so I, I went through all that. I started at the front desk as a front desk executive. I became the front desk supervisor. Then I became the guest relations manager. And then mm-hmm. uh, I left at a point when I was the deputy general manager. And the idea was for me to become the GM, but my, you know, I was being drawn to starting my own business. I <laughs> Starting was, for yourself, yeah. Yeah, it was just, it was creeping up on me and I just couldn't, you know. I see. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about that in a bit. What I would like to know, because your interest for hospitality service, what, what was it with your ed- educational background? Did it, does it match what you're doing now? What did you do before? What's your expertise? So it's it, it's all one. I okay. think sometimes um, back then, um, so I did tourism and hospitality management here in Holland, in Leiden. And I think back then I wasn't really sure why, I'll be honest. It wasn't that I knew I was going to, I was going to work for a hotel. It just, I was just drawn to it. The traveling bit of it, of course, very exciting. It, it's, it's a fun industry to be in because you know here in Holland you get to do your stashes and then you know I felt like okay this is something that I could do mm-hmm. and I was blessed enough that when I finished I started working for the Flying Blue Department of KLM Air France and that is where I also started you know experiencing that whole um, exceptional service because the whole idea of the Flying Blue Department was to offer that exceptional service to their frequent flyers mm-hmm. And you know how they say everything is aligned? Yeah. You might not understand why things are happening, but now I'm like, yeah. Because I I think it's just the industry I'm supposed to be in. The dots are connecting. Yes, indeed. (laughs) They're all connecting now. I love that. Um, So, okay. So you definitely had an educational background in in hospitality industry. You um, went to Leiden. Okay. 
how did Ghana come about? <laughs> Ghana came about uh, during my time when I was working for the Flying Blue Department. Mm-hmm. Um, as I'm saying, everything is connecting. You know, when That's you work it. for an airline, you're able to travel on like a staff tickets. So because of that, I was in Ghana quite often. Oh, I see. Yes. And being there, you, you, ex- I'm, I'm sure you will have it as well. Once you're there, you experience so much and you're like, wow, this is happening. You know, I there's an be- opportunity for something. Yes. There, there, even now the country is still evolving. So as long as you are, you know, entrepreneurial and, um, you know, you pick things up, there's so much possible. And I felt that back then. Mm-hmm. And, um, I knew that I could do much more there than I can than do here. here. Like the whole impact. I always tell my, my team there, what I'm doing is not science. Providing excellent service is something that, you know, even here at the bakery, can I help you with anything else? <laughs> you know, before you leave, the, yeah, you know, asking questions, yeah, offering. Thank you. Yep. And it's so normal. We grew up with this. So I always had the yeah. feeling that, you know what, Anita, you can't really make a big impact in Holland. But, you know, with all the big hotel chain hotels going to Ghana, so who's going to work for them? That was always my question. And that's how I also added that whole recruitment, you know, because uh, when it comes to hospitality, it's about the people. It's not about your furniture or your name. Most definitely. No, it's all about the people. It is. Yeah, it is. And what I would also like to know, because your um, your experience at the first boutique hotel, mm-hmm. <laughs> how um, tell us about going from there to your own business. How did your own business come about? How did you start it? Um, Core Hospitality Ghana. I I think the name speaks for itself. Core yeah. Hospitality, the yeah. core of good service. Yes. Uh, how did that come about? Tell us a bit about that. Um, so when it comes to Core Hospitality, um, it has like three departments. So we do consulting. Consulting is for hotels, restaurants, and bars. So if you're opening something new and you need help uh, mm-hmm. to set it up. Yeah. Um, also, if you have an existing business and you want to spice things up, maybe to get more revenue in, we can assist with that. So that's the consulting bit. And then aside from that, um, the recruitment. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to recruitment, what we do is we source out the right people for you. We give them a training, etiquette training, Sometimes uh, customer service training depends on the company and what your requirements are before we outsource them to you. And then aside from that, we also have a concierge service. So concierge service, we offer services to companies, individuals, and this can be simple thing as um, helping them book hotels, car rental, organizing events for them. Yeah. So it's very broad. It's Running really errands. Indeed. It's like... <laughs> anything you can imagine personal shopping like i'm here and i have some clients that actually give me a list that okay you're in europe this is what i need this is what i want really yeah it works like that it works like that my dear because it's it's you know people need those services and they need a company that they can trust and they can rely on yeah oh yeah oh my gosh Mm -hmm. so um starting from your business how did you start everything how did you set everything up from finding your clients to everything? Tell us a bit about that. In Ghana, it's all about your network. <laughs> it's really all about your network. I always say you might have the best product, but if you don't have the right network, you're wasting your time. So uh, being at the hotel, of course, for almost six years, mm-hmm. I've been able to build a good network. And also, I have a good understanding on um, about what the people need. 
Mm-hmm. So I know my target market and I know what they require. Yeah. When it comes to the recruitment bit, of course, I experienced it because when mm-hmm. I was at the hotel, I was recruiting myself. And then yeah. sometimes the, you know, you go to an agency and then you, you are looking for a restaurant manager and then they bring you somebody that doesn't even know how to lay a table. And you're oh, like, no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> brief. It's okay. Yeah. So you get to know that, okay, there, there, there is a market for this. And then with that, once again, with your network, um, you know, you just engage with them. You're out there. You tell mm-hmm. people about your product, what you're offering. They know about your background. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you get the opportunity. And once you get the opportunity, of course, you need to ensure that you excel. Got yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the challenges I, uh, I get a lot, um, I've been, you know, working on sometimes entrepreneurship programs involving Ghanaians who started business in Ghana. Mm-hmm. And one thing that um, always comes back is finding the right people to employ. <laughs> How do you find the right people? Uh, tell us a bit about your experiences on that. Um, I so agree with you. <laughs> That's so tough. It's so tough. Mm-hmm. You might get like 20 candidates and just two are good. It's wow. very difficult. It, it starts with a mindset. Mm-hmm. Start with a mindset that... Um, you know, of course, we don't want to work too hard and, uh, you know, like they don't take ownership. I think that's where it starts. They yeah. don't t- take ownership for things. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a very positive person. I'm like, you see, there are always a few good ones out there. So it's about, you know, recognizing the talents. Okay. Um, if you look at the industry that I am in, I always say it's about the soft skills. Mm hmm. Because hospitality industry is about the soft skills. Mm-hmm. One thing as well that we do lack in Ghana is we don't have the patience to train people. All right. Because you bring somebody on board. Don't forget that that person might be new in the industry. You must give them the time to grow. Yeah. I think that's something we definitely need to work on. I'm, so, I'm, I'm guilty of it myself. But sometimes you see that people, they want it. They don't have the knowledge yet. So you need to give them the opportunity to learn and to grow in the business because they are definitely good people out there yeah. that do need their, their the employment rate is very high. Unemployment rate is very high. Yeah, so definitely. Yeah. So it's about patience as well, but it's something that's very tough. But with uh, businesses like myself, um, our whole aim is to make it easier for you. So if you're looking for somebody in a way, um, you don't go out there yourself. You actually go to the right agency that can give you the right candidate. So knowing that you don't need to start from A. Okay, so you have you have partners in that field who provide people. Yes, they for you provide to work with. people oh, okay. for me to work with, or you source them out yourself because you might find. I'll give you an example. It's very funny. I was looking <laughs> for a receptionist at a very high end restaurant, right? And. Um, I met a young man at the Burger King and that young man was amazing. But then he's at the Burger King. So you recruited yeah. him from the Burger Thank King. You. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> because some people might be good enough and they are talented, but they are just at the wrong place. Yeah. So indeed I had that conversation with him because he was wasting his, his talents at the Burger King. Okay, so honest. how did you recognize his talent at that time? Was he, he always helpful or always helpful, always smiling? going the extra mile, you know, like um, when I walked away from his counter to do something, he actually followed me because he wanted to know something else. So it wasn't the shh, oh, little things. He was always smiling, was very busy because they just opened. 
Yeah. Was it's, very it's not there that long, Burger King. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I was the last month. Thank you. They just opened. It yeah. was very busy because mm-hmm. everybody's trying to experience. The gentleman kept on smiling, you know, and you pick up certain things. He doesn't get angry when people are still looking at the menu for 30 minutes because they don't know what to expect, what to, yeah. you know, and you pick these things up. So you, you do a lot of poaching and then you train them to ensure they fit into the restaurant that you want them to work. And that's how it goes. And even sometimes you have you have people in your database. I have people in my database that I still haven't found a restaurant that I'm like, you know, they will fit well because... It's, it's not every person that you can fit in a certain organization. Mm, I so, see. Yeah. yeah I so. see. So what you now do, you have a network of your clients, our organizations, our companies yes. that need any service in between. Have it needing people, yes. uh, needing a service, yes. um, or needing events planning. Events planning. Yes. So let's say if uh, the next delegates are coming to Ghana and they would need people to serve and things, they could come to you. Indeed. So it really starts from the beginning. Mm -hmm. When they come in, of course, they need a good airport pickup. Uh, Most hotels do offer airport pickup, but depending on the type of guest that they are, sometimes you might want a private car. It's not everyone that you want to put in a hotel bus. No. No. No, So with that, I can help with that to make sure that you have a car waiting for your team when they come in. Also with that, the hotel where they will be staying to ensure that it's the right hotel to get you the best rates. And um, yeah, even ensure that when they are going to their meetings, if they need somebody to accompany them, if it's their first time there, they might need somebody around. I can help them with that. Yeah. When you have people in Ghana, a lot of entertaining happens in the evenings. Which restaurants to go to? to ensure that you get that treatment that you actually want for your clients got it so it's 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 all around and that's why it's called core hospitality because that's everything to do with hospitality that's the core of it that's the center of it yeah yes i love that name i absolutely love it (laughs) (laughs) so for the people who are listening who are on the facebook if you have any questions feel free to drop your question in the comment box as we get to know the founder of core hospitality ghana which is the company responsible for changing the face of hospitality service uh first let us go in uh get into some good vibes and listen to a song then we're going to be right back to pick up some questions uh from anita offenhoff Ottenhof, who is the mastermind behind the company how she does this which challenges ha- has come her way we are going to talk to her about that in a bit but first let's listen to davido with his record called wonder woman his latest as we will be right back is um, doing some entrepreneurial things in uh, Ghana. Uh, Anita Ottenhoff, founder, CEO of Core Hospitality Ghana, a hospitality service that uh, provides you everything you want, should I say. So any uh, person who is in government, business, or anything that is listening, uh, you might want to get involved with this lady because she has uh, what it takes to give you the best service uh, or even for your event or whatever, um, she can provide all of the right things as in terms of hospitality for you. Um, I get this one question and that is, uh, one, what, was, what was the major uh, challenge for you uh, starting your business? Uh, when I, starting my business, um, actually making that step to start my business, that was a very big challenge because you know when you're used to uh, getting a monthly salary, 
<laughs> and all of a sudden you're starting your business and you don't even know where your first client is coming from. Because one thing is, of course, people can promise you a lot when you start your business. Come true. Let's yeah. see what we can do together. But then um, nothing is guaranteed. I think for me, that was the biggest, biggest challenge that mm. in the beginning, I even decided to work part time at the hotel. You did. Yeah, I did. But then, of course, you can't do that. And also, you know, whatever you're doing, you must give it 100 percent or nothing it's at all. Not gonna, yeah. yeah. So yeah. the actual step to starting my business was a big challenge. And then aside from that, um, finding a team that understands me. I like to uh, have a team around me, you know, like I would love to have somebody around me that just, you know, I guess maybe I'm a bit extra by looking <laughs> at me. They kind of know that okay, <laughs> nah, uh, we're not doing this. We're doing this and finding somebody that works like me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, I can go on and on and on. If it, it doesn't matter. I get tired the point that I sit down and it's very difficult to find people like that in Ghana. Indeed. So that is, uh, yeah. Who has that workaholic indeed mode? Yes. Work on. Got yes. it. Um, I know that there are a lot of people out there. Uh, there is this whole development going on of the diaspora going back to Ghana. Uh, uh -huh. Young people finding it interesting to either do something, whether that ranging from an internship to actually starting a business. Uh, hospitality is an area where you also have other people that are good with that. They are uh, qualified in that. What is an advice that you would give to young people that would like to be where you are at? Um, I would advise them to think it through well. But if you have that urge, uh, come in because it's needed. I think, um, like I said, being in Europe, we have we can't make the same impact as what we can do in uh, in Ghana. Yeah. And there's a need for it. There's still a lot of international hotels coming up. And what better than have it, it being run by by our own. Yeah. You know, I exactly. always... For <laughs> me, that is the whole thing. We can do it ourselves. Yeah. Because once you're here in Europe, you're limited. You are limited. You are. You know, and, and why not come home and even help your own country, you know, grow, develop exactly. it. For me, that is very important. It's very critical. And talking about diaspora coming home, uh, next year... 2019 mm -hmm. has been pronounced by our president as the year of return. Whoa. So he's saying, you know, you should all come home, people. <laughs> Everybody should come home. Come home and at least come and come and experience it. Yeah. There are going to be a lot of events. There are going to be seminars for you to understand what you can do. And there are a lot of international companies in Ghana as well. Mm -hmm. And I think that says something. Because if they are willing to come in, invest and bring their people in, what, what are you waiting for? But once again, exactly. don't just run there because I say so. <laughs> Think it through. Have a plan and a plan B. <laughs> you know? B and C. <laughs> okay. Okay. Add a C, okay? <laughs> uh, thank you so much. Uh, I had such an amazing time talking to you um, uh, about your business and what you do. And this is going to inspire like a lot of my listeners who are looking into doing something uh, for Ghana, whether that is starting their business or whether uh, it's also working for a major company Indeed. in the hospitality industry. Uh, do you have any last shout outs? Shout outs? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. I guess I'm happy to be back home. So just say hi to all your listeners. For one week more. <laughs> one week more. Yeah, but I'm here quite often, you oh, know. Okay, I, would, cool. I always come home for inspiration. Oh. So, you know, got it. To see what's happening here, sometimes take a course, 
Okay. You need to keep on learning. But yeah. Or take an order for people that want stuff from that, that as well. Some, some, you know, some private shopping. You're on your business. Yeah, Got always. It. Work never stops. No, but thank you for this opportunity. Thank you also thank for Thank you for your by. listeners as well. Thank you for dropping by. Um, now, ladies and gentlemen, look out for the recap of this show because I will um, share it very soon on the podcast, which is on Spotify, iTunes, and uh, SoundCloud. And also, again, thank you so much for your time and uh, for coming by. We'll meet again in Ghana, I'm sure. <laughs> we should. <laughs> that you show me around more. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I will. I'll be a good host. Okay? <laughs> I truly believe that. All right, ladies.